It's crazy, man. They just don't let you pick up ideas anymore. Sit around, look at them, and send them back down. Just literally take your voice and blank it out of the universe when you have the audacity to actually just have ideas. Yo, what's up? Oh my oh my goodness. We can hear you again. Oh, uh, we don't know that. We hope we hope we can hear me. Yeah, I mean we could before, but uh something happened. We got censored. Yeah. Uh you know how it is. People just don't want real straight American facts thrown in your face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's alright. I guess they don't. We'll keep that knowledge for um the convention we'll have where you can actually sit down and we don't have to have our overlords telling us what to think and what to say on these podcasts. I can actually just say it in person to your face and then you can hear the real truth that is Tim and Jones. So glad to be back. Glad to be here with you. Uh, we had a great conversation yesterday. Make sure to go find it. A real interview with Tim <laughs> Jones. Um, you can't get anything like that anywhere else. Um, hopefully someday the unredacted is version will be out there for the public to hear. Oh no, it's been stolen from us. I don't even have it. For real? It is deleted. Fully just Yeah, our, our dis- disk space on the Mac was getting kind of full, bro, so we that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It was sense. too too much truth and it was too powerful. It's still stuck up here, bro, up in the brain. <clears throat> and I was right with Hillary Clinton. I was 100% on when I was talking about her. So, in our lifetime. Welcome back yeah. To Listeners, Tuesday. I hope you guys had a great another memorial. episode of yeah. the Tim and Lincoln Show. I'm your host Lincoln. I'm your host Tim, and I'm so glad to be here. So glad to be here. I hope you guys had a wonderful Memorial Day. I know I did. Um, I went on a journey, bro. Okay. Yep. Was it a, was it a good journey? It was a journey of knowledge and mystery. And uh, I've come back with facts. I've come back with patterns. I've come back with. Um, Things science can't explain. Yeah, usually people will go to Bloomington and not come back learning anything. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was in Bloomington this weekend. It was a great time. Uh, great time had by Tell all. me about your adventures. So I sat down with uh, some heads of pharmaceuticals, got to learn a little bit more about the vaccine. Actually, one of the guys that I was uh, adventuring with, he worked at AstraZeneca, which is the vaccine... That so there's a Moderna, the Pfizer, the J and J, no longer with us. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Rest in power. And then AstraZeneca, which uh, is not allowed in the United States, but it's primarily global. So most of India, Europe, you know, Australia, Canada are gotcha. Taking, so it's the but it's being produced here. Safer in. or less safe? We're, is it the better one um, or the cats? The cats out of the bag. We're not really sure. Let me say that. Um, no one knows. Cause like, but they're still making it and they're selling it to European areas, which is sure. either it means it's either garbage or absolutely the one that you want. Yeah, I don't. It's 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 one or another. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, shoot, I think. It, I mean, it, we're not really sure. No one really knows actually. Tim and Jones knew. Tim and Jones, yeah, Tim and Jones knew. But yeah, he was talking. I was a really nice conversation. Sorry, I was texting, but a really nice conversation with him and got to learn kind of a little bit more about vaccines, what that process is like, and how it's literally the wild, wild west right now. And they're just going uh, ham on expanding like no one's business. 
and also the inner workings inner workings of how to get up higher into um, these pharmaceuticals how you play the game how you actually you know leverage yourself and the skills you have to get like all of the pharmaceutical companies that are producing these vaccines they're not all of them they're in the same place but they're kind of in a central location so if you don't like AstraZeneca you go over to Moderna and they'll hire you and usually increase your pay by 33% and then from Mm -hmm. there you go to the next place and they increase it's really interesting how you can Hmm. Right now, it, it's the it's a really good field to be in, the vaccine field. And uh, it was a good time to talk about that. But I also went and just vibed out, bro. Got to experience Bloomington. Um, man, made the wrong decision going to Grace, let me tell you that. Oh, for a lot of reasons. For a lot but, of reasons. But, but what did you see? It was a, it was a very uh, active community. There was lots to do. Mm-hmm. As a college student, I probably really would have enjoyed how much nature was around in Bloomington. And that, that wasn't in Grace, if that makes sense. It does. And uh, just the culture there, it was very intermingled with the college town. Like, they're both the same mm. in a way. Yeah. Went to Farmer's Market. Got, went to a bunch of, like, foodie places and um, had a good time. And then did a lot of hiking and spent a lot of time with cicadas, dude. The cicadas there are rampant. Really? They are bumping like no one's business. And prior to my um Just claims, cicadas every everywhere. Everywhere. Like, wow. Yeah, and the, and the vibes are just whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Like, because you just hear them, like, doing their mating call. Mm-hmm. Um, and prior to what I was, what I was mentioning about how cicadas, um, by global elite standards, were, uh, you know, just manipulating, you know, how cicadas, sexuality, basically. Um, I saw a lot of straight cicadas doing a lot of straight cicada things. <laughs> Let me tell you, they are cicadaing on a higher level. So that's really cool. Did they like all like self-identify to let you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, there was okay. definitely pronouns on the on the bark. You can in- read it in there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, you can see size difference. The cicadas are size difference. So you know which. But isn't that awful? size difference like mm-hmm. you know come on can't they be the equal size that's annoying um yeah for sure yeah yeah <laughs> how's your weekend bro no it was fine um i spent the weekend recovering from the illness yeah. i was stricken with last weekend uh there were a lot of things i wanted to go and do but kept second guessing myself like if i go on this bike ride Am I going to wake up more sick tomorrow? Oh, no. And just like, it, it was, uh, this one really got in my mind. This this was a, this sickness was a mental battle. Um, I should probably go back and listen to some of the episodes last week. To, no, no. But to yeah. figure out where I was at. But yeah, this was a weird one to deal with, and I'm glad it's over, and I want it to stay over. What did so. you, did you, were you living in a fever dream? Uh, I was in a pretty weird headspace. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I was there, too. It was uh, last week was, was hard. Um, I was. I mean, I definitely, um, I definitely was like out of it last week. Not like mentally out of it, but I was out of the sickness. I was. It wasn't as oppressive as the first week was. Mm. But the second week, I still dealt with some lingering effects of the sickness from the first week. It wasn't like overwhelming, but it was still like it, it kicks you for a minute. It kicks you yeah, for a minute. This has been a weird head cold. 
Yeah, I don't think I could still taste and smell. I think uh, you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. Did you ever lose your sense of taste and smell? No. It could be COVID. We could probably definitely take one of those self tests, but I I don't know. I I heard a lot of people have been have been getting sick this past week or two, past couple weeks because of one. I think the 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 temperature and two, it's the seventeenth year of the cicada. Yeah, cicada pollen floating around all in the air. They have uh, ba- uh fungal, um, mm. and it can be transferred. Like generation to generation, gotcha. Yep, I love playing with cicadas, so that would, I mean, explain a lot of things. Uh, I don't know. You just we're they're not here yet, but they're coming. They're here. They're here. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. They're watching, right? Mm, maybe not. I don't know. Alex, Alex Jones, Tim and Jones had some interesting things to say about him, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to lose I another episode. I pulled out the Tim and Jones character a bunch uh, in Bloomington, dude. <laughs> did you now? I did. I was with a group of people that I didn't know. Um, did they were, you know, of the political leanings, what would you assume them to be? Just, just a, a little a, more on the conservative side. They were definitely, I mean, they're our age. So I think they're a little more liberal than your, your typical conservative, right? Mm-hmm. I would say <clears throat> fiscally conservative. Um, socially liberal is is the, the sweet words spot. is the word someone said to me. One of the and then that was a, that was a male counterpart to the female counterpart, and I think the female is way more liberal. Gotcha. So they were not fans of Alex Jones. Let me say that I okay. asked them that's that's what what I'm, they thought of Alex yeah. Jones, and they said, "Oh, that's awful." I said, "Well, you have you heard, you've heard of Alex Jones? Now let me introduce you to Tim and Jones." Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> walked through Bloomington on IU campus, spouting just straight truth and knowledge. <laughs> Did this go well? What, um, was Tim and Jones appreciated by your your guests? At the end of the conversation, they said, "You're nuts." I mean, that, that was the words that they said. Um, but we all had good laughs. Let's say that they all we all had good laughs. We had a good time. Um, but I said. You know, sometimes you just need to be able to pick up an idea and look at a bunch of different ways and realize, you know, this is a dumb idea, right? Mm-hmm. But it was fun to play with. And then you just set it back down. The, the key is to set it back down. To say, yeah, I know everything I've said to you in the past 10 minutes is crazy. Please don't believe any of that. But also, think about what I said. <laughs> you know, like that's where I came out. Came out. And then they, they all had a greater appreciation for... Um, just deeper conspiracies of of the of the of the world. Yeah. Uh. So that that makes me think of something that a listener asked me. Mm-hmm. Uh. Our listener Brian, he wanted to know if you were a real conspiracy theorist or just said those things for fun. And I didn't know what to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. And I, I think would, you partially explained what you are. I just think. Now. Yeah. I think I dabble in consp- in conspiracies. Um. But I'm not married to him. Yeah. That's probably what I would say. Like, it's fun to sit there and think about. Uh, but at the end of the day, do I really think the Earth is flat? No. But I would like to understand why someone thinks the Earth's flat. Like, some people that I have talked to in my lifetime and are out there in the world around us believe that. And so, that's okay. I mean, I don't know if it's okay or not, but it, that's a fact. The fact is that people do believe that, mm-hmm. and so I would like to understand why they believe that, or at least hear some of the compelling reasons that made them believe those things. 
And then I can sit and look at that idea and realize that um, it's not, but that's my personal opinion, you know. And that's their personal opinion, and we can have fun having a conversation. And then I can sit there and make fun of you. <laughs> and you can make fun of me, and it's okay, because that's just the world we live in. So, yeah, Brian, I uh, there are conspiracies that I read and I'm interested in, and they uh, are fun ideas to play with, but I don't, I don't actually believe most of the conspiracies. Except that they're turning our cicadas gay. That's my own. And sometimes I make up my own conspiracies. That's I do that a lot. Like I take an idea that is so far fetched um, that doesn't that doesn't work, and I just riff with it. Again, that's a fun idea to pick up and play with, and and just see where it goes. That's what I was doing a lot this weekend. We went on a couple of nature hikes, and I explained nature according, according mm. to Tim and Jones, um, and it involved wizards. <laughs> as as it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, forest mice. It was a really uh, in depth look at the at the world around us. I also explained how Lyme disease <laughs> through the eyes of a crazy person. Yeah. I also explained. Uh, I got I got to one point where I, um, someone was someone had a tick on them. And I said, "Don't worry about it. Let them bite you." There's a there's a high there's a huge correlation between Lyme disease and billionaires. And then they asked me what that correlation was, and then I had to figure out what it was. Well, zero. <laughs> we had a fun time just kind of exploring how Lyme disease and billionaires work hand in hand. So, yeah, as far as populations that are have you, know, uh, did you know improportionally that <laughs> improportionally affected by uh, illness such as Lyme disease, that that uh, that revelation is surprising to me as well. Yep, yep. So it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, man, I had a great time. It was a great weekend. Uh, glad to be back, uh, ready to rock out at work and uh, slay the summer. But, dude, yeah, one of the things I was really thinking about, this is not a conspiracy. This is just something I was thinking about is cicadas, right? Mm-hmm. They come around every 17 years, 13 to 17 years. Depends on the batch of cicadas. I listen to a whole podcast about cicadas. But the one thing that scientists, they know that cicadas know when it's time to come out. They know that cicadas sit underground. It's based on the, the Earth's temperature. But every year, the Earth's temperature hits that certain spot. And they don't understand how cicadas know how to count for 17 years. So what happens, cicadas are coming out right now. They're mm-hmm. all doing their gay things. And then the next batch of cicadas <laughs> will, uh, will, will they, they plant them in bark of trees. And then they'll drop down to the ground. Immediately burrow about 12 inches deep next to some roots of a tree or whatever. Normally the tree that they're hatched at. And then for the next 17 years, they hang out down there. And they're active. They're eating. They're hanging out. They're um, exploring and aerating and moving that dirt around those roots of the trees just in a great way. Like really just like re-aerating that dirt. And then 17 years, they come up and they chill for four to six weeks and die. Mate and die. So every like cicada life you see is years. 13 to 17 years old already? Um, the ones that swarm at the level that they're swarming, that we experience, that swarm happens every 17 to 13 years, depending mm-hmm. on the type of cicada it is. Now, the 17-year cicada is either called Batch X or Brood X, or the older term is the Magic Cicada. I'm not joking. You can look this up. Magic Cicada. True. Sure Fact can. check me right now. Where can you look it up? I don't know. The internet. Yeah, go to magiccicada.com. He has a source. Yeah, that it's tells fine. you the whole, like, how the things go. I was, yeah. So, 
That's kind of interesting. And they don't know how these cicadas figure out like every, every 17 years. They know that they know when it's time to come up, but they also don't understand how they're counting those 17 years mm. down. And they do it. And they do it in a synchronicity that is just kind of flabbergasting. So in a square mile of land over can be, not always, but a lot of times, one billion cicadas alive in that one square mile. It's a lot of cicada. Yeah, and within like a state, there are hundreds of billions. And within the whole United States. And the interesting thing about all of that, bro, that's only the 2% that made it, the billion chilling. Mm. 98% of them die before they get there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And they don't know how they figured out the 17. So I've been playing with the idea of what does that 17 mean? Why is it 17? Why is it that pattern? They think certain things, but there's no definition to it. They can't figure it out. And that's where I like to live, dude. In that kind of like the gray zone between science and mysticism and cicada and insect and, you know, global elites. <laughs> so. Some fascinating, fascinating cicada fun facts. Yeah, that's kind of cool, right? I was yes. fascinated with it. I was walking through the woods. I did a large hike, 10.4-mile 10, 10. hike. Walking through the woods, man, and the song of the cicada is just like a massive rhythm. It's only the males that do this. I'm like, what is the point of this? That's sexist. That's just what it is. The, you can thank the cicada biology for that. It's not, mm-hmm. my, it's not my problem. That's just what it is. But yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what is going on here. Why does this happen every 17 years? And what, like, and and the thing about cicadas, I'll finish with this. The thing about cicadas is they have no negative. Like, even the trees that they leech off of, they'll, there's not, like, cicadas can't kill the tree. It actually prunes back branches that aren't healthy. And then where they die, like, because that 80, 80 or 98% of cicadas don't make it. Um, the amount of like woodland critters that just like gorge on because it's like a feast, they go wild when the cicadas come out because there's just so much. They actually get oversaturated cicadas that they get full, and so there's just so many more that they just let them go and just go do their thing. And because of that, the next population of birds, wildlife, like little critters, they because of the overabundance of food. Those critters actually like reproduce at a higher level. So every 17 years, you see reproduction of birds mm-hmm. and stuff increase because of the cicadas. And then when all the cicadas die, they go back in and they mulch that tree that they like grew up under, like in a like a really nat- like significant way. Beautiful nutrients go back into the tree system, back into the oh. And when the cicadas come up out of the ground, it's like a foot. It's like a pinky size width. width. And I was I saw it all over. They're like just little holes in the mm-hmm. ground everywhere. Pinky size width, 12 feet down, and that aerates all of the forest. So, yeah, really interesting, man. Song of the Cicada. What does it mean? Cool. Well, that's our episode for today. <laughs> Learned a lot more than you care to know about cicadas, but it's fine. It's beautiful. This I'm here is, for it. This is the Tim and Lincoln Show, and it's my podcast. I'll do a little one, I guess, right? Yep. This is what we did yesterday. We'll do it again today. Yes, All right, we, guys. Yes, we will. I hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on another Tim and Lincoln show. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Um, you know, uh, send us your favorite conspiracy on Twitter. Twitter on as well. <laughs>